Welcome to the Health Code Podcast. I'm Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Day, and I'm a health and fitness YouTuber. And I'm Kurt, professional photographer and content creator, or also known as Sarah's Boyfriend. We're here to help you crack the code to a healthy and fit lifestyle. We're going to be talking all things health, fitness, relationship, lifestyle, and career. So it's time to grab your code books because we're about to spill some serious tips. Really? That sounds so bitchy. Good morning, health codians. Lies. Lies. It's good afternoon. It's past 12. <laughs> it is. It's like two o'clock. You idiot. <laughs> but then again, you're a sleeper in a row. So like, this is your kind of morning. Yeah. Why are we together? How are you even with me? Because I'm a morning girl. I don't know how we got onto this topic so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm in an aggressive mood. You are. You're aggressive all the time. <laughs> always, always aggressive. Well, anyway, welcome to the health code, everyone. We're back. Sezzy and Kurt. Or KJ Tills or Sarah's Day. Is that it? Is that it? Are we good now? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So today <laughs> I'm going to be grilling my girlfriend Sarah, what? aka Sarah's Day, about hashtag being a YouTuber. You said it would be a nice, relaxing conversation about YouTube, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. I don't want to be grilled. You know, <laughs> no, I get no, anxiety. No. <laughs> no, no, we won't be grilling. We'll just be having a little bit of a chat about YouTube and how it all came about and what. YouTube is now. Cool. Yeah? You like it? You excited for it? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. First of all, we're going to talk about my outfit because yeah. um, I got these new socks from some fans actually at an event. Yes. I hate calling them fans. I know. I know. Followers. I know followers. Audience. Oh. I call it my audience or my sisters. You guys. There was, sisters. There were some sisters because it was at Sarah's event and they gave me these socks. They're gray. They have bananas on them. And I'm wearing my slides with them, of course. And then they also gave me some blue socks with little cameras on them. That's cute. They're so clever. But what's not cute is when we were going to go grocery shopping last night and I was in my fashion jumper with some socks and slides. Next minute, Kurt literally walks out of his room. Like in our apartment, we have like separate wardrobe rooms. He walks out of his wardrobe room and he's wearing the exact same outfit as me with like socks and slides and the jumper and he forced us he forced (laughs) us to go grocery shopping like that i quote act confident and no one will question you (laughs) that is unfair sucker No, you cannot use my saying against me. I, I okay. use that saying for the greater good, not to like, de- that is not a truth or dare well, saying. I think we'll be seeing it a little bit more often from now on. <laughs> Great. And, anyway. But like, anyway, couples who dress the same stay together, right? No, that's not a thing. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> I am making actually, it a thing. <laughs> actually, in the, in the least racist way possible, why do lots of Asian couples dress the same? It's like big in Japanese culture. I, I was actually reading an article on it the other day, like it was just because Fashion Week was on. I was reading an article, and they, they you look, read? Not really. I was looking at the photos, <laughs> I was <gonna> say, <laughs> and acting like I what? was actually reading the article. Yeah. But there was just heap of photos of like articles, like of them dressed Doesn't together, and they, they look cool. They look really cool. I've heard two things. I've heard that number one, if like if one of them gets lost. Then they say, oh, he's just like me. And then that's how they find each other. But then I've also read it's just like how they bond. Yeah, I, have I have no, no idea. idea. But Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the weekly wrap. All right, ready? The weekly wrap. Yeah. Okay, so this week, or oh, it's probably been about two weeks, really. I'm sorry oh, that we've been very inconsistent lately. We're trying to do one a week. <sighs> We've been so busy. Getting the house ready to move. Getting and Abby, our puppy, puppy dog. And we're over at Sarah's parents looking after all the time. It's just been it's just been a little bit chaotic. But um You know, first lot of problems, you know how it is. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot has happened within the two weeks. We have got Abby. Yay, Yay. our puppy dog. We got a new car. We're getting ready for the house. And Sarah's ebook event, which was just the best time ever. It was so much Wasn't fun. Wasn't it such a good time? It was time? so much fun. It was like surreal. Yeah. And yeah. we were at the, the Clean Treats factory. Um, there was lots of like beautiful food layouts, like photo walls and all this kind of stuff. It was really fun. So that's happened. And what else has happened in our life? You guys. You went it. back to you went back to martial oh, arts. Oh, yes. I forgot. The I went back that- to... I went back to BJJ the other night, which I'm so, like, happy I'm back at because it's, like, one of those things that, like, really ignites 
my, I guess, gym training. Your love for fitness. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I feel more motivated now because I'm back there and I'm sort of doing that. I'm like, oh, okay, i got to get fitter at that again. So, And I yeah. feel like for you, it's like it gives you a reason or, like, more of a purpose to train hard in the gym because then you want to go to Bra- Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and kill it. Yeah, You know exactly. what I mean? It's like exactly. every now and then if you just keep going to the gym just because it loses its fire. You lose mm, your passion. You so, if you're training to go to Jiu-Jitsu and, like, kill your opponent (laughs) then it gives you you know it gives you some motivation like a goal yeah i agree what's happened in the life of sarah um i released my ebook i did that event Mm -hmm. we got abby i'm just really excited to move like so much has happened my white fox restock happens on the 29th of may which is really really exciting so yeah just lots of stuff like that but like as much as that stuff is going on and it's super exciting all i kind of want to do right now is just like vlog day in the life kind of stuff and just like get back to my roots and my OG says you kind of stuff. And I just want to get our life organized. I feel like it, guys, if you saw this room, it's disgusting oh, because Alps. we're moving in two weeks. It's like, it's not worth us cleaning it properly. No. And we're kind of in the middle of like packing it up. It's just like, yeah. I feel like I'm living in a bomb shelter a little no, bit. No, this is shocking right now. This is the worst ever been. And it's really tight already. So yeah. We're, we're like cramped in our room with like stuff all over the tables. Yeah. It's chaotic, but we're getting it done. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of moving. Okay. So our new apartment. Okay. When we say we're moving into a house, like we bought an apartment. Mm. So the reason we bought an apartment instead of a house is because the location that we want to live in, we honestly could not afford a house there. So we got an apartment. We're so excited. It's going to yeah. be so perfect for us for like at least five years because it's like a little three better. It's really cute. It's still close to the beach and like close to everything we do. So the apartment complex is really cute, really quaint. It's only got like five families who live in there mm-hmm. and we're on the first floor. And I think there's only three levels or yeah, two levels. Yeah, I think you're right. Three, three levels or two levels above us. Yeah. But right. on the top, oh. on the penthouse. Okay, guys, there is a plunge pool. Is that what, that what, is that uh, what it's called? Yeah, and it's got like a An glass infinity pool? F- infinity pool. So while the complex is like near the beach and we'll go to the ocean all the time, how cool if we could swim in the pool. Yeah. Whoa. So, <laughs> So all week we've just been like brainstorming ways that we can schmooze with the penthouse owner and like be like, hey, we're your cool neighbors. Can we use your pool? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, in true Curtin says he style, there's always a voice that comes with it. <laughs> and we were thinking of like a little snotty nosed kid who's trying to sell cookies. Hey, hey, mister. Hey, mister. Do you want to buy some cookies? And then once you buy them, can we have like a little dip in your pool? Like it'll be so much fun. Please, sir. They're they're paleo. <laughs> I baked them last night, especially for you, sir. <laughs> if you do that, I swear that will be the highlight of my talk. Imagine that. We, like, I feel like everyone in this apartment complex is like older and really sophisticated. Yeah. We're going to come in here with our disgusting little dog, our sweaty faces, our paleo cookies being like, hey, mister. <laughs> I hate us. Buy some cookies for the scouts. We're getting money for the scouts, but I would love to swim in your pool. But the thing about the scouts is we are the scouts, the only scouts. (laughs) And we need a pool to swim in. (laughs) (laughs) We should actually do that and film it. Uh, Okay. I'll do it. Oh, I'm nervous. We're, we're going to get kicked out. Is, can, is that a thing? Can you buy no. an apartment and get kicked no, out? I don't know. I think Strata, Strata can get angry with you, but oh, oh my gosh. Whatever. But actually, when we moved into this apartment, I said I was going to like bring home-baked cookies and muffins to all our neighbors. Mm. Never did it. No. So maybe in this next one, we actually have to smoo- schmooze. Schmooze, yeah. We actually have to schmooze with our neighbors because we live there. Like, that's our apartment. We've mm. bought it. So, we need to, like, be BFFL with everyone, especially yeah. penthouse men. Yeah. So, if you guys have any tactics that we could do to, like, get in with the penthouse man, let's just call him Mr. Penthouse, and get in his pool <laughs> and, like, be best friends. You know what I mean? Maybe he, if he has a dog, we'll be like, hey, like, let our dogs play together. That's a great entrance right yeah. there. So, if you guys have any tactics for us, definitely leave it in the comments of, like, our Instagram page or any way you want, um, and we'll definitely try them out when we move. Hey, mister, can our dogs play together? (laughs) I love that voice. I know. Every time you do it, it just, like, makes me so happy. Oh, golly. Okay, on the topic of getting the new dog as well, I have accumulated two little... AKA piss paws. Oh, pissy paws, all right. (laughs) Sheesh. Anyway. She smells like weed all the time. And she bites and everything. She's great. Anyway, 
we we play with her at Sarah's parents' place, and she just has this bit of a bung eye going on. It's, and it's just like a little bit awkward. Like at first she comes up to you, she licks your hand and she's, she's so beautiful and friendly. And she's like, oh, and then she comes and sits in your lap. And then she gets a little bit of confidence and her teeth start to show. She gets this little twitch in her mouth where her cheek just like starts to wiggle up and down like real aggressively and the teeth start to show. And then like the eye, the eye goes out to the side and she's attacking your toes. She bites my toes and it hurts. Her teeth are so sharp. No, I so agree. It's not the teeth part that's the problem. It's the bung eye. It's the bung you eye. Guys know, okay, has anyone watched Orange is the New Black? She looks like crazy eyes. <laughs> I'll try to get a photo and up, like upload it but it's really crazy it's and the other day she was like sitting in her little housey thing that we travel around like her travel bag mm. and she was just staring at herself in the mirror with her crazy bung eye i was like what are you doing like i swear she's half crazy she's, 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 she's psychotic but, but, but on a good note of this mm. we took her to puppy preschool okay uh. the puppy preschool girl like the lady who runs it hates us yeah because we're there with our phones out like oh. insta storing her and being she was like, like no phones it's like shut up <laughs> but that was that that was good for her she got some new friends which was which was a good time yeah yeah she's kind of a lone soldier like her mom you know yeah she is she comes out of her shell when she gets to your parents place that's yeah. for sure anyway let's actually move on to today's topic <laughs> and that is youtube life sezzy mm-hmm Let's start with question number one that oh, I have for you. You here. actually have a book of questions. Yes, this I have, and I'm I'm looking at it right now, and I have to reread over it. By it the takes way, me guys, a while to read. I have no idea what these questions are, and like, yeah, I haven't prepped anything. So, <laughs> and I'm like, I swear, I'm the chillest YouTuber ever. Like, I, I don't. There's no method to my madness. I kind of just vlog. <laughs> I don't really have like a structure. Well, most of these questions, I'm probably going to know the answers to. I think anyway. That's okay. It's not for you, you selfish human. It's for the peeps. Okay. For the sisters. Relax, okay? Wait, let me just have a sip of my coffee. I always have to wait for you to have a sip of coffee and then post a photo. That's cool. Okay. So, first question is, what does the average day look like for you? In like- Genuinely. Just not even YouTube, just- What what is- Okay. Like- Sarah's day YouTube world, your job is YouTubing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you obviously have products off of, you know, as well out mm-hmm. there. Um, but what does the average day look like for you? Um, it depends. Like I really do try to organize my schedule, my weekly schedule. So I have days where I am vlogging or I have days. Sarah, I can't edit events for you on your Apple. Oh, uh, Siri. <laughs> that freaked me out so much. <laughs> that was just a woman's voice. I was like, what, what is that? that? <laughs> Sorry. Um, (laughs) back to business it kind of depends like if I'm vlogging that day it's completely different to a day that I'm editing so usually editing takes up so much more time than vlogging because it's kind of like I'll do two editing days Mm. and then one vlogging day so like an editing day for instance is I get up at six o'clock I usually walk you to the station (laughs) like your mom walk you to the station (laughs) I grab a coffee and then I usually do emails and like the things I really don't want to do in the morning because I'm like a morning person I'd rather just get it out of the way and then I usually train around like 10 a.m and then the rest of the day I'm in the apartment in the study editing all day and I don't move. I don't stand up. And that's like also why it's really important that I get intense sessions in because I do not move. Like I will sit at my desk all day. Yeah. So I usually do that like two days in a row. Yeah. And then the next day I'll vlog like my usual life, like my usual day if I don't have to sit at my computer all day, which is like mm. kind of the same. It's like I get up, I go get coffee, Kurt and I might hang out, I'll play with Abby, I'll go to the gym, I go grocery shopping. I just kind of run errands and yeah. then um, usually like make food, like recipes and things like that so I can film it. And then at the end of the night, I edit. Yeah. I'm just or, always- or crash. <laughs> I'm, well, yeah, I'm kind of just always editing, let's be honest. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's very true. Like we'll be sitting there on the television and you'll have your headphones on, you'll be in the zone doing yeah. your thing, but you, you have to and it, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of commitment. I understand that. Um, and every three days is a- that's, a, that's a big thing as well. I know. And like I go through stages where I'm like, I'm so sick of editing and like- it's really bad if I get in those phases because then I don't make good content. Mm. And then I think maybe I should get an external editor, like get someone to edit my vlogs. But I just couldn't. Like, number mm. one, I'm a control freak and I'm happy to Majorly. admit that. Yeah, I really <laughs> am. And like, 
every YouTuber or every creative in that sense has their own style. So when I film something, I know, oh, this is going to be a panning shot and I'm going to zoom in then and I'm going to stop the music then and this is going to work with this background music. So it's like I have a kind of premeditated idea when I'm filming. So if I gave that raw footage over to someone, they wouldn't Wouldn't do it like how I would do it. So That's fair. And I guess that's the whole creative aspect of being a YouTuber as well. You have complete control. It's your life. Like whatever you do in your life, you can build it the way you want it to look and, and make it look pretty. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I guess it's a it's a it's a nice luxury job where you can have time to schedule in other things. Do you yep. feel quite lucky that Oh so you- much. Like I was even saying to Kurt in the car the other day, we had like a little bit of an argument about it. So before I was doing YouTube full time, yeah. I was at university and I also worked in retail in a fashion like a fashion store. Yeah. And I was telling him how during Christmas and New Year's, there's a thing called a blackout period. So mm-hmm. you guys will know if you're in retail, this dreaded blackout period. <laughs> and it's pretty much like you cannot ask for time off then. Like even if you've got a family holiday, if you have a wedding to go to, it doesn't matter. Your manager will say no. And they say, if you need January off, you don't have a job. Like yeah. you're fired. And I remember thinking like, this is so unfair. This is my only family holiday of the whole year and I can't even go and I would cry and I would just like want to call in sick and I was just like really bitter about it. So now having the opportunity to make my own hours and take my work wherever I go with me kind of thing. Like, sure, I mean, my version of like annoying and overwhelmed is like editing all the time, but I can still go on my family holiday now and edit in the cabin and I can vlog at the beach with my family. So it's just like so much more flexible. And I'm, I feel you girls who work in retail. It's not as easy as everyone thinks. It was really hard work. So I fully, and I'm glad I went through that though, because I can appreciate how flexible my life is now. And it's like, even when I found out about my cervix, so I got sin three cervical dysplasia and I just took a week off social media, essentially work. And I was like, I'm so lucky that I can just switch off my work. And, you know, Mm. I had that opportunity kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's it's nice. I guess it's not only that you're a YouTuber and you can do these things, but I guess if you work for yourself as well, you have to put in a lot of time and, and commitment. Like you probably actually work 14 to 16 hour days yeah. most Oh my days. gosh, definitely. Well, because I get up at six, I pretty much start at seven yeah. and then I stop around 10. So you're working a lot. You're working a lot. But yes, you have some flexibility in there to, to, I can not to manipulate work for a whole your day. schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I can have yeah. Mondays off. No, it's, it's it's a really nice thing that you, you're able to do that when you yeah. work for yourself, but you have to work really hard. Yeah, I'm super lucky. Um, let's go back. You were talking about your retail thing. So, I just want to go back to in the beginning and starting off as a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. I guess, how what what made you start in the, in the first place? Uh-huh. How did you do it? And like, what was your inspiration to, to pick up a camera and start vlogging your fitness journey? Yeah, so mine was more like... I had an Instagram first and it was because I had severe hormonal acne and the questions I was getting on my pictures were really in depth. So people were like, tell us your exact protocol. What exactly do you eat? What do you put on your skin? So I was like, oh my gosh, I can't answer this in a comment back. So I was like, why don't I create a channel? And at this time I loved media at school. Yeah. Actually it was a few years We've spoken about that before that went throughout high school, you you studied media and you were well into videography and knew how to edit and you were already like had a passion for it. I knew the basics. Like I knew how to cut and I knew how to export a video and put it on on YouTube. Did you ever see that as as a career path for yeah. you at that time? Do you know what? I fully did. Yeah. But okay. um the pe- lots of the people that I did it with, um it was a very male dominated area hmm. and I had to like fight my way to get invited to like the media kind of productions. So I me and one of my friends, yeah. sometimes me and her, but usually just me, were the only girls on the media team at my school. Mm-hmm. And when I became good friends with one of the teachers and I kind of showed that I had a talent for it and I was passionate and I loved cameras and I loved filming and I I could be as good as the boys, then I got invited and like I got sent around on like all these production journeys and things like that. Mm. But um, all of the guys who were doing it and making a career out of it from school, they were boys. And that's just kind of what I thought. How bad is that? I I just thought because I was a girl, I would never make it because we would go on like excursions and see behind the scenes of like a film kind of thing. Yeah. And it was back then it was all boys, 
all boys. I'd, I'd say it's probably still that way I a little know. bit. Like, I don't know. I have no I, idea. We, we listened to that. Casey Neistat interviewed the YouTube CFO or CEO, one of the two. And he was talking that majority of the YouTubers are male and that they actually are wanting more females yeah. creators out there. So I, I think there well, is still that bit of an imbalance there. Yeah. I think which- I just like, I wanted to be able to delve into my love for media and mm. creating videos, but I had, I thought I had to do it by myself because, you know, I thought the big media companies or the big news reporting companies, they would never hire me. Like- my dream job. It's a really job- sad thought I process. Know, I know. Yeah. I didn't really realize that now. Yeah. Uh, for a while, my dream was to work with the football, like, yeah. a, you know, Channel 10, Channel 7, whatever, yeah. be on the field and, like, be filming. Really? Yeah. And, and one thing I also loved, I loved being the, like, the, what's it called? The switchboard person. I forget what that's called. When you when you sit there and you see all of the different shots and you you yeah. swap them and Producer, for I the guess. live yeah, feed. I loved that. I had to do that at school and mm. I was really good at it. And that was just a dream. Like I was like, oh, like I'm a girl. I'll never get that job. How bad is that? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's really sad. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, it's worked out now because I ended up making my own YouTube channel. It was just kind of about like my skincare, my hormonal acne, my hormonal imbalances, and then I just started to become more frequent. But at that time, it was really hard to balance my social life, my schooling, my work, my relationship. Yeah, and. Yeah, I wasn't as confident with it as yeah. I am now. So YouTube wasn't a job when you started. No it way. was just it was I just I didn't even know it could you were be just a job. doing it for the fun of it. I was just doing it to help other girls who were suffering with acne because that was controlling my life at that time. Yeah. And it was just a bonus that I got to do something that I loved and I would love to do as a job, but I thought I couldn't. Yeah. It was okay. just a hobby. So what do you think, I guess, like how long did it take for you to get that plaque that's up on the wall up there, the hundred thousand subscribers? How long did that take to do it? Um and what do you think? The main reason is why why you able to build build like, your socials so like fast. I, I think say. one of the reasons is because I don't know how to answer that question because I have no idea how long that took me. I, I don't know. I'm guess. I'm just gonna guess. Maybe like I started in 2013, I think, and I got that when we first, we first met. started dating. Yeah, so that was two was years ago. So that was so okay. So it took me three years. Yeah. A while, like yeah. took me a while to get to a hundred k. And when we first met, too, it still it's it still wasn't your job. It no. wasn't your job. No. Yeah, you still but had a part time like, job. I don't know. I just people. I get interviewed a lot about this kind of thing. Yeah. And people say like, how many subscribers did you have it this year? And how did you grow this? And how did you do? That was never my goal. And I know mm. we hear that all the time, but genuinely, I have no idea what what number I was at at what time. It was just to help girls and I would just read everyone's comments and if they wanted more skincare stuff that's what I would create if they wanted more workouts that's what I would create it was just to help and to connect and at that time I didn't really have many friends yeah and so I felt like really connected to my audience and I felt like they were my friends and I got to know like the OG subscribers like by name and I oh, and, really cool. and I knew <laughs> when they would comment back and they would like and I don't know I felt like a part of a community even though I was leading the community it didn't feel like that so I just felt like a part of something really special I felt like people would understand me then and um, I just did it because I loved it. And I loved editing at that point. It was yeah. like such a reward to come home and be able to edit that a vlog. That was your creative release. Nowadays, yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to edit today. But yeah. a few years ago, it was like, yay, I get to like make a cute little music montage while I make healthy muffins. Like that was so, that's like painting to an artist. Yeah. Or recording music to, to a musician. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was my creative vice. Yeah, well, it's really interesting all of that, all those points that you said there, because I can see like the enthusiasm. Like, obviously, you all know Sarah how she talks; <laughs> her hands are flapping about everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, but this enthusiasm comes out, and there's like a nice quote that goes with that: that confidence is seen as arrogant, and enthusiasm is contagious. And like, you you are confident in what you do now, mm-hmm. um, but you're enthusiastic and you're super passionate. Yeah. And I think that I think I'm more re- enthusiastic than confident but like i still am confident yeah, but no, you have to have a confidence to be able to go out into the street yeah. with your camera don't you 100%. um so i think that i guess the way that i would see you building an audience or whatever like let's not talk labor over it too much but um i think the your content was genuine mm-hmm. you had a true passion for it mm-hmm. you love your health and fitness and you actually live by what you say yeah and i think that it's not yeah, people necessarily would, people the- would sometimes say to me, oh, like, are you nervous if people see you in real life? I'm like, 
No, because no. And, and everyone like, comes up to you and gives you a hug. It's yeah. just, it's a really nice no, thing. No, because like people thought. You know, I, on YouTube, I was like, oh, I'm so healthy and this is what I drink. Like, I drink kombucha and I eat salads. And people were like, what if people see you in McDonald's? I'm like, I don't go to McDonald's. If yeah. I did, I'd vlog it. <laughs> you know, like, I, I always try to make my vlogs as real and raw as I can. So when people see me in real life, it's legit like they're living in my vlog because <laughs> whatever I do in real life, I just film. Yeah. 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 I like, I like that. And <laughs> I like the way that it's all come about. It's come from a passion at the beginning and now you've obviously grown and, and continued that passion and stayed consistent and true to yourself, which is really nice. I, I just want to keep going back again and talk about like the first time you ever vlogged. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? Oh my gosh, I and remember. how did you do it? And what okay. was your camera you were using? Okay. There was two videos. Yeah. So my first video ever wasn't about me and I think it's actually still on my channel. You can go back and watch it. It's so awkward and I remember so I couldn't sleep the night before I was so excited I had made this I like the decision in my head I'm gonna start a YouTube channel tomorrow it's gonna be great and I was kind of like prepping what I was gonna say my vibe like I was so excited and I had like planned where I was gonna film it I put my camera in my room and it was just a sit down chat I put it there I pressed record I was using my Sony a5000 which was the camera I was still using up until a couple of weeks ago when I dropped it (laughs) so I love that camera um and I pressed record and I froze like I was so awkward it is such an awkward thing and and like I always say to Kurt, and I still kind of have this, if you stare down the barrel of a camera for too long, I feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah, you like, get like this tunnel vision. Sort yeah, of I don't know. I get like really dizzy. Mm. And so I pressed record and in my head, I was going to be like, hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name's Sarah. And I was just like dead. If you watch the video, I'm yeah. purposely not taking it down because yeah. like hashtag no shame. Yeah. But like, I'm like, hi guys. Um... You know, I suffer with hormonal acne. I'm, I don't even know who I was. But then the first time vlogging, I didn't find it as hard as that video. And I'm still kind mm-hmm. of like that because I am quite like a bubbly, confident person. So I really enjoyed vlogging. And at that time I was with my ex and I liked vlogging with someone next to me better. I couldn't vlog yeah. by myself. Well, you still you still do actually, don't you? You yeah. always like it when I'm around 100%. or something. Um, in public, I wanted him to be there. In my room, I didn't really care. Like yeah. in my house. Yeah. The only thing I was really embarrassed about was vlogging in the gym. And I yeah. only liked it if he was filming me. I like, I couldn't set up my camera on like a tripod and film myself. Like that was just like cringeworthy to me because even then, like- Vlogging in Australia wasn't really a thing. Nowadays, people go, oh, like, are you a vlogger? It's like people just know. People know what it is now. Yeah, even, but- even the shopping, the supermarket last yeah, night, we got guy, asked. Yeah, the guy was like, are you guys YouTubers? Because you have a camera. Yeah. But like back then, <laughs> back in like 2012 in Australia, it wasn't a yeah. thing. So people would just thought I was like up, and, and up if, myself. And if you took a selfie of yourself, you'd uh, sort of get laughed at if you were doing it totally, in public. I yeah, know. yeah. So that was, so, that was, and, oh, how and did vlogging you, in Woolworths. How did you overcome that? Okay. Like what, what was the mental thought process that like, went through your mind? Like, obviously you've got your, your slogan, that confident, no one question, you're one yeah. of them. Um, how, how did that come about? And like, how did you overcome that mental barrier yeah. to okay. vlog in public? I would, I would think about it in two ways. Number one, I would say, what is my goal? Okay. Yeah. My goal is to create content that is helpful for everyone. And a part of that is showing my workout. So I would, yeah. I would say that in my head, I'd say, This is going to be helpful. When you sit down, you're going to love this footage. You're going to hate yourself if you sit down, you're about to do an ab workout. Someone walks past and you bail, you dog, you know? Like I was like, do it for your editing, do it for the editing. And then also I created this mantra or this like saying called tunnel vision. Like, okay, I didn't make it up, but in my area of work, this is what I always live by and I still do it. So tunnel vision. So it's kind of like you just focus on that goal. Yeah. In a physical sense, I would honestly turn off my peripheral vision and I would just like focus on what I had to focus on. My mental state was like, yeah, just very focused. Yeah. So I would just try to block out all of the negative thoughts or the embarrassed thoughts that I was having. So for instance, walking down the aisles of Woolworths, which is like our grocery store, I would think, okay, Sarah, tunnel vision, just do it. It's going to get easier. So I would hold out my camera really confidently and I would say, just be confident because the more the more confident you are, people don't look at you the same way kind of thing. It's yeah, like, it's, it's so think, true. if you so feel true. embarrassed and you feel awkward, people feel awkward yeah. for you. Yeah. So it's like if you, it's like with public speaking, I loved going on stage and like doing a debate. Even if I had no idea what I was talking about with like 
history, a history lesson. Yeah. I would just like say it with confidence. And even if I didn't know what I was talking about, I'd go, guys, I don't really know this part of the story. However, and you keep talking and it's not awkward, but if mm. you get awkward and you're like, um, and then in World War Two, everyone, the audience feels awkward. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to be confident. And even the people around me in the store will feel at ease because I'm confident and I know what I'm doing and I'm there for a purpose. Yeah. And I still try to say that to myself. And it's still sometimes hard. Um, but if I'm confident and I don't make eye contact with the person who's staring at me from behind my camera, judging yeah. me in like the Asian food aisle, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so with your tunnel vision, yes. your tunnel vision in bunny ears. Don't, you says do it. Tunnel I taught you it and you yeah, use well, it too. No, uh, yeah, okay, I do. Okay, so- I guess a lot of these questions are relevant because I have done some YouTubing myself. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you. It is awkward. As soon as you set that camera up in front of you. Yeah. It's because it's not a human connection with the yeah. camera. It's just such an awkward thing to do. It's not natural. And I no. now to me, it's natural. Yeah, but at the start, it's like... And I found this with you at the start. Yeah. I loved having you in yeah. my vlogs, but maybe in the first couple, you would change a little bit. And so I would turn off my camera and say, Kurt, you are the most amazing human I've ever met. When I click record, just totally be yourself because that is so much better than the camera version of you. And yeah. now you are so authentically Kurt that like what you see on camera is the exact same when the camera's not rolling. Oh, and you. I feel like that's was the hardest thing to kind of get my head around is like, don't change at yeah. all. And if you're in a bad mood and you're vlogging, you can stay in a bad mood. It's okay. You don't have to always be that same character all the time, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I like that that note about being confident. <clears throat> I think that works across anything. 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 If you're if you're going for a job interview, yep. if you're like I don't know, you're picking up a client for the first time, having a client meeting, just be confident. Get yep. into that room. It's like what I said to Talia. So my little sister, like you guys know, she's an artist. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I'm not as good as this person, or I'm not as good as this. I say, No, no. you're in your own lane. Yeah. Stick in your own lane and be confident in your work. It's like Picasso. Yeah. You know, Picasso was doing this really out there weird artwork that wasn't even considered art at the time. Mm. But if you just remain confident and you stand by your work, people start believing in your vision. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like exactly. people like Pete Evans. He has gotten so much hate for paleo. Yeah. But now, finally, some people are coming around and saying, oh, my gosh, like you're onto something. And he's like, yeah, I'm sticking confident only because the haters are coming after me. I'm not going to be shaded by this. You know, you're confident in your own field, in your own lane. Stick to your lane. Have tunnel vision. Know your goal. And go forth, son. Be enthusiastic. Be enthusiastic, not cocky. <laughs> not cocky. That's it. I like Be it. Be confident about your enthusiasm, <laughs> you know? Like people actually, people tell me, oh, you're overly enthusiastic. You're overly no, excited. No, there's no like, such a thing. No way. I'm like, I if just If you're passionate about life. what you do, like, and I, I've been told that once before by somebody, um, about my photography, like you're too enthusiastic, you're too passionate. There's no such that doesn't thing. Make, yeah, that I doesn't make sense. Why yeah. Why can't you be passionate about what you're doing, whether that be a fitness routine or whether that be a career Anything. thing or just a little hobby that you have? Just be passionate about everything. Yeah, and I think it's like some people just don't vibe off overly extroverted people. Like I totally yeah. understand that yeah. I can't work with all kinds of people because I am really loud, really bubbly. Like I like to be verbal with my ideas and I use my hands and I'm just you like, I'm, right very, now, hands are everywhere. I'm very Once overwhelming again. <laughs> and I totally know that. Um, but that's just how I work the best. Anyway, sorry. I feel like I'm going on a lot no, of tangents. No, this is great. This is great. Because it is, even though you have a very niche job, yeah. which is probably becoming I'm a very- I'm trying to make it relatable like, for Jessica and- Ch who was that boy name? Charlie. Was it Charlie? Charlie bit me. No. Yes, it was. Because okay. I said, Charlie bit me. All right. Jessica yeah. and Charlie. Um, although it is a niche job that you have and it's a bit different and fluffy. Um, <laughs> 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 okay. Because you're fluffy. <laughs> uh, it, it, everything you're saying is very relevant to- Applicable to lots of different careers. Exactly. Exactly. I have a few things that I want to rant about, about you being a YouTuber, what? Instagrammer, the whole shebang. Okay. Oh. We're going to, we're going to lift it back up a bit. I was going to say, I'm, I'm back, down now. Back to the, back to the bands, baby. Oh yeah. All right. So every time we go to a cafe and my food comes out and it sits down in front of my table, I have trained Wait. for two hours. Shut your mouth. You shut your mouth when I'm talking. Okay, Dad. Okay. I have to sit there. For 10 to 15 minutes while Sarah gets a photo, a flat lay photo of the table, 
and I sit there patiently and deep down I am burning inside because I am so hungry and I've been looking forward to my bacon and egg avocado brekkie bowl all morning. Do you know what? (sighs) I love you, but I just, I had to just say that then. I'm sorry. No, no, no. (laughs) You're so good at that now because I... I never ask you to wait anymore. No, I you sit just there do it. and every and, time and my every stomach time. is rumbling. And then you, you're like, oh, can you move this here and there? And I'm like, yes. And oh my and gosh, I, I never so realized. Thank you so much. Because I That's never, okay. I only just realized I never have to ask you to like, can you just wait a second? All I say is, okay, you can eat. <laughs> I'm like a dog. I get treated like an animal. Sit, stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my coffee. You guys know how much I love yeah, my that's coffee. Fair, that's the fair. same thing as well. I have to wait. That's one of them. No, okay. That's fair. But I, I hardly do flat lays out and about because I just want to enjoy it. Oh, come on. 50% of the time, I would yeah, say. that's pretty good. Well, maybe 60. 60% of the time you're taking a photo. Lies. <laughs> well, agree, agree to, di- agree to <laughs> yeah, disagree. Right. Yeah, right. Next. But on the flip side. Next question. On the flip side of that, where it is really fun and what I do enjoy are the memories oh, that we get to create like and Queensland, get to have. Like Queensland, when we first met. Every time we go on a holiday, I'm, I'm, I, get, I get so excited because... Uh, Obviously, being a content creator, photographer, videographer, the whole shebang, director, whatever, I love content and I love epic imagery. And I get to Sarah and I'm like, I'm going to bring the drone. We're going to do stabilizer here. We're going to go the big epic idea. And Sarah's like, I just want to talk about the fruit that we eat at lunch. And I'm like... (laughs) Oh, 100%. my God. It's like, look at this beach. We'll, we'll wait for Golden Owl. We'll get these shots. I'm like, I'm happy to sit nah, and wait let's six talk about hours. The bananas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I love the random things that I would have forgotten. Like when we go to the farm with my family, when yeah. we went to Queensland, when we went to Byron. Like, there's just little moments of those holidays that you would totally forget if they weren't filmed. Yeah. And it's like with family, you know, like old school family videos yeah. where you just get them out on the rare occasion and it's like, full long clips of just like you swimming in the pool. I love that I get to like edit it to cool music and just get the best of everything, and put it, it together. enjoyable, Because yeah. I think one day, seriously, one day when we have kids, if we have kids and we're lucky enough to have little bubbas and they watch back on our vlogs, like that's, they can see what like mom and dad were like when yeah, we were young. that'd be so cool. How cool is yeah. that? I just hope I have still the raw footage if like YouTube, something happens to YouTube and then all my videos are gone. Well, I always tell you to back them up. I know. Anyway. Let, let's let's move on a bit from my hate rant, <laughs> which actually turned into a bit of a positive one. Anyway, yeah, I had more stuff. I have that effect but, on people, you know. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's talk about tips now for okay. YouTubing in particular. But yep. then I think we can broaden these tips into a, like a career type of thing. Anyway, so first of all, first tip that I notice a lot is like, how do you edit? What's your like um, number one like editing, editing tip? tip? I would say pick a program that you know. So only because I use Final Cut Pro, it's only because I learned that at school. And really, like, people go, oh, your vlogs are so cool. What editing program do you use? Guys, like, literally, I just, like, cut and paste and, like, blend things together. So you can use Movie Maker. You can use Final Cut Pro. Use anything. So I just use Final Cut. I think iMovie even. Isn't that Movie Maker? iMovie? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Um, Final Cut Pro is a professional program, and there's a lot of stuff that you can do with it. You yeah, don't necessarily I don't know how to do that. Exactly, like but it's I, just because I learn at school. Yeah, yeah, that's like the professional grade. So, um, all right, the next like tip, I guess, is what's your overall? If if someone wanted to start a YouTube channel, yeah. How, okay, I, I'm gonna actually do it in the voice of one of the girls. Oh, is this Jessica? Jessica. Oh, great. I want to start a YouTube channel, Sarah. You're too manly. Go again. I want to start a YouTube channel, Sarah, and. I was wondering, what? how do I start? Like, what, what do I do? How do I start my okay. YouTube channel? And how do I get followers? And how do I how do, I do it? Well, Georgina, that's how do, a... How to make it a job? Georgina, stop talking. I'm going to answer so, you. Please. <laughs> I thought it was Jessica. No, yeah. Oh, I thought this was a new character. Georgina, oh, the okay. annoying little Georgina. rat. <laughs> Georgina. Wow. Aggressive. <laughs> no, I would say, I would say <laughs> no. two things. Yeah. Number one is have a purpose, have a goal, have like a mission statement. So I know that some people just start a channel because they want to be a YouTuber. And what's, they- what's a mission statement? Sorry, before you just go on a tangent, what's a mission statement? Um, It's like your ethos, your goal of your channel. So mine is to encourage girls to listen to their bodies and eat a healthy diet and live in a way that's maintainable, enjoyable, and healthy and makes you happy. I just want to make girls happy. Mm. At the start, it was hormonal acne. So I think it's fine if your mission statement and your 
ethos evolves. Mm -hmm. But when you start your channel, you think, okay, what's the goal with this channel? If it's a fashion channel, it's to help girls put outfits together. Mm. If it's a comedy channel, it's to make girls laugh, to make boys laugh. If it's a relationship channel, it's to like help people find love. It's totally fine. So have a goal, have a clear pathway. Can we call it the why? The why, totally. Because we'll come back to that have later. Have a why. Have why, a why have you started this channel? Yeah. And then also be consistent. So have like, I love that we say be consistent and we haven't like uploaded in two weeks. <laughs> but with your YouTube channel, I found one thing that actually grew my followers a lot, which I didn't really mean to. It's just like, I just had more time, was being consistent. So I upload every three days on my YouTube channel. But yeah, it's like upload once a week, upload every fortnight, upload every Tuesday and every Thursday. I know that's like Jenna Marbles used to do that. Mm-hmm. Jenna Marbles is like... YouTube princess. She's like amazing. And she'd be like, okay guys, like she'd wrap it up by saying I upload every Tuesdays and Thursdays. And everyone knew that everyone knew that. So if you'd log on to YouTube, you go to Jenna Marbles. If it's a Thursday. It's almost like your TV shows on television. They're, they're going up yep. every you single know, week. 730 and you know, NKR is on. So you, you block that time out and you'll watch that then. And you become a part of people's routine. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a, I like that tip yeah. there. The reason why I said, let's call it like your why, because I want to expand this out into career. So now, Let's just talk. Uh, let's talk me, for example. I want to start my my photography. I, I take I, I take beautiful photos. Um, how do I start my How do I become a photographer? How do I become a photographer? Um, okay, obviously on the more physical side, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you should probably like get an Instagram. And we live in a social decade. You know, we mm-hmm. live in a social environment, so it's like you. The best way to market yourself, in my opinion, is yes, word of mouth. But social, social media, media is insane. Yeah, it's very powerful. But like you said, bring it back to the why, and you need to be passionate. So it's like you need to have something a little bit special about yeah. you, or be a little bit more enthusiastic or more passionate. Mm-hmm. There's like it's like homeware stores there are so many homeware stores but what makes one better than the other or what makes one coconut like coconut water for instance all coconut water tastes the same but why do you lean towards one brand yeah Yeah. it's like maybe their advertisements are more enticing because they have a why behind it because there's girls laughing while they drink it it Mm, makes you feel like like if you get that coconut water you're happy so with your photography i would say with your instagram what's what's the photography style you love and yours is lifestyle and like backlighting and everything you want to try to connect a emotion to everything you do and Mm -hmm. if it's making people happy everything you upload everything to do with your new business Mm. it should make people happy yeah um i don't know if that makes sense but i think you need to have a why a reason behind every business i agree with that 100 percent. we and we both live by that and like have surrounded everything that we do with a why because yeah. we love that that whole well it's idea. even like even um, my meetups and things like that like the reason i do my meetups is to meet you guys and give back and like see you face to face it's like there's no other reason it's yeah. i don't make money off meetups it's like it's not to promote myself it's not for publicity the why is to meet you guys and give back so every decision you make for your company or your business or your channel there has to be a deeper why to it not just because yeah and i think a lot of people just just focus on the the what like what it is and how i'm gonna do it and not focus on the why enough 100 if if i didn't have a why i wouldn't still be youtubing because i've gone through days where i'm like i can't be bothered to edit like i'm sick of this i'm sick Mm. of having a camera in my face and then i remember why yeah because like you think having a big Instagram and a big YouTube is so much better than it actually is. Just like being yeah. completely honest. You get there and you're like, oh, you're okay, like, I'm still a normal person. Yeah, Nothing's fully. changed. It's like, <laughs> and it, it's still hard work and it's still really exhausting. So if there's no why to it, it gets old real quick. Yeah. You need yeah, to have a why. Yeah. I agree with that. Because when I first started in photography, I would jump from job to job. So I would do a bit of wedding, a bit of architectural, a bit of this. And this is would be the same with you. If Sarah started her YouTube channel and would jump from, oh, I'm going to just do a do a day in the life vlog yeah to start and, I, and I did a makeup video and then do i did fitness and a makeup and then yeah. pretend i'm can do some artwork because you can't you can't yeah. paint at all <laughs> just have a little I'm good. no no yeah it, it wouldn't be consistent and it doesn't have that why it's just, it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense at all so now with my photography career i'm focused on commercial lifestyle i love that area of photography and that's my my focus point and Every now and again, I might jump ship to something slightly off skew. Um, 
only because they're a friend or a client that I want to be in relationship with. Or it's a project with, that you're like, or, this is weird, but it's cool. But it could have something cool. So later on, once you've established who you are and exact path that you're going down, that's then, then you when you can out. branch out. It's like, yeah. it's like you're trying to grow a tree. You need to establish a strong trunk. Oh, Your trunk. Good one. Yeah, I'm pretty good at this metaphors, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you are building this trunk, which is your channel, a sturdy stone. Sturdy trunk, and then when you've got please put the accent on why you do this. When you've got this sturdy trunk that has created these gorgeous leaves with these gorgeous fruit dropping from the leaves, then you think perhaps, just perhaps, I need some branches, and you branch out into beauty, you branch out into fitness, you branch out into health, and then you've created a whole mecca which has stemmed from your trunk, which is the why. Love it. Would you be a cherry blossom tree or like an Australian native tree? I'd be a banana plant. (laughs) 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 Or a coffee plant. I love it. I think all all of that that we've spoken about, I guess YouTubing, like I said, is a bit of a fluffy. It's a a new career path. I don't appreciate the word fluffy, but anyway. You're a fluffy human. You're bright and bubbly, okay? That's why I call you fluffy. No, fluffy in bodybuilding means chubby oh, extra weight that is not the that way is, I was that directing is, that comment to you at. No. <laughs> no, no, saying, I don't. no I don't today at the gym he grabbed my tummy and said fat fat miss fat <laughs> <laughs> I would never say that to you <laughs> his eyes just then went so wide. <laughs> I was like how dare you you're going red <laughs> I would never say that you would never okay alright in public just bring it back down come on be professional we're sorry. doing a podcast sorry. we're meant to be like smart people Meant to be like smart people. Meant to be like smart people, you know. Anyway, hey, Mister. I want to get to my to our codes for today because I'm really excited about this. Do you do you remember your code? Let me just um open up my computer because I wrote it down. Uh you go. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to um say my code first, and it's going to be under career because this whole thing's been about career. Code number three of career. Um, I gathered inspiration from my coffee cup, guys. Oh, wait, wait, that's not the code. Don't write that. No, 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 no. Don't write that. But I'm telling where I'm getting my inspiration from. Within the coffee cup said this quote, today is the day. And I think that is so relevant to what we have spoken about today um, in saying if you have an idea that you want to to pursue or some sort of career path that you want to go down. Because yours is so similar to mine. It's fine. Keep going. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. You copied yours from the quote. I, I made mine up from my head. I co- Yeah, I copied Keep mine going. from the coffee cup. If you if you want to start something, just go ahead and start it. I'm sorry if I've cut you off there. What an anti-climax for my code. All right. Well, so I actually made this one up from scratch. I'm like some among creative people. I'm but, sorry. You know, it was in my coffee cup. And I'm like, this is a sign. I have to tell the people this. Okay. Well- the reason I gave you number three is because mine's number two in Korea. So, sorry, I like screwed you guys up a little bit. So, <laughs> I just realized that. So, now, <laughs> so now, it's okay. After my code, you'll you have to be professional on this, Sezzy. Come guys, on. I'm struggling. Okay. <laughs> now, you'll have three codes. So, technically, his was number two, mine's number three. Okay. 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 Now, mine's like uh, just a better version of Kurt's. <clears throat> Career number three. If you wait for the perfect moment, you'll never start. The perfect moment doesn't exist. Okay, I see how that's very yeah. like. And similar. that was honestly one of the most life-changing tips I've ever heard. I don't know. Actually, I think it was Phil Heath. It was the mm-hmm. Phil Heath iron, what's it called? Get Pumping Iron movie. Uh. I think they said it in there and he was like, you're never going to be, or is it The Rock? I don't know. It's someone really like muscly. (laughs) Some big guy. (laughs) Yeah, some juice monkey. And they were like, if you wait for the perfect moment, the perfect opportunity in the perfect mind frame, you'll never start. And it's mm. so true. I, I would tell myself, when I get more shredded, then I'll make an ebook. Yeah. When when I know more about health, then I'll start sharing my recipes. Mm-hmm. When my skin clears up a little bit more, then I'll talk about skincare. Yeah. No, because I would never reach that point. You never feel perfect. No. You never feel ready. You just have to dive in and do it. And it's like, if you have a little inkling that you want to start a fashion channel, but you think... Oh, I just don't have enough clothes yet. I don't have enough op shop stuff to put together. You do. Don't worry about it. Just start. And like, 
Same with living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. If you're hesitant because you're a bit nervous to go to the gym, you'll never end up getting there. Yeah, you need to start somewhere. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. And it's like with my sister's art. She was like, oh, I'm not good enough yet. I was like, Tiles, just start. Just start, see mm. if people are interested, mm. and then you'll grow. Mm. So I, I tell myself this every day because I wait for the wind to be right. I wait for the lighting to be right. I wait till I'm not bloated to film an <laughs> ab workout. I'm like, you know what? whatever i'm just gonna film it it's like my my fashion haul that i have to film tomorrow for white fox i was gonna put it off because i just feel a little bit bloated today because i had lots of soda water which like makes me bloated Mm. but i was like whatever i'm just never gonna feel perfect so i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna film it you know yeah and you'll be confident enthusiastic enthusiastic and it'll be enjoyable to watch hashtag tunnel vision with these two quotes that we've done I think that what's really important to talk about is that you're not going to be perfect when you do start. You you always learning yeah, something. Look at my first video; it's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> so don't expect to to just be a huge success straight away or to lose all your weight in two weeks. Yeah. Be consistent. Be consistent. You learn something new every single day. I still learn so much every day about my Me career. Me too. Me too. And I don't want to dive into this topic just yet because I feel like it could be a podcast oh, it on be. its own. It could be. But the the thought of chipping away so it's like you have a goal so let's just use physique let's say you have a body goal and you want to be a little bit more toned for Mm. summer you have to think of it that you're chipping away so one day if you wake up and you're bloated it doesn't mean you're a failure it doesn't mean you should give up it's like Mm -hmm. oh well i need to chip away a little bit more today to reach that goal and hearing that i've been telling myself that every day with every aspect so say like obviously my goal now is to reach a million subscribers like that would just be really cool for me Mm. so i'm at like a bit over 600k now and i'm just like okay chip away Chip, chip away. away. Even chip if like away. I'm not growing as fast or something happens, I'm like, it's fine. I'm chipping away. <laughs> so yeah, like I want to do a podcast on chipping away because I feel like that really helps me in all aspects of life. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to race. It's not a rush to the end. It's no. not like a destination. It's no. like the journey. Just chill, chip away. Yeah. You got to love the journey. Enjoy love the journey. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good one. And anything that, that people gain success overnight, uh, they're the exceptions. They're, they're the exceptions. It exceptions doesn't always happen at that. No. But I think that's that's all the questions I've had for today. I hope and you guys enjoyed it. And I hope it was like semi-relatable to your life. and like. Yeah, we thought we'd just mix it up a bit from the normal like <laughs> yeah. lifestyle and healthy living sort of thing. And yeah, yeah and we'll see a if you, bit about work. Yeah, and we'll see <laughs> if you guys like it. Like we just want to make potties that... Number one, we enjoy talking about, but that you yeah. guys enjoy listening to. So we hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Make sure you check out our Instagram page at the.healthcode and leave some comments there about, hey, mister, the uh, the penthouse man. Hey, mister. <laughs> we need some help. <laughs> you can also follow my personal channel. My Instagram is Sarah's underscore day and on YouTube, just Sarah's day or my website, sarahsday.com. I am KJ Tills on Instagram, KJ Tills on YouTube and also kjtills.com. For my website go on there and have a look at my presets as well if you uh want to up your editing game as well yeah we should talk about that again next time well we'll leave that to next time till next, next time, time till Jeremy. next time people we promise we won't go off on a rant we will talk voices. more about metaphors in the oh. trunk of a tree in a branch oh like a cherry blossom or a banana plant have a good week everybody it's been nice chatting with you it's been nice knowing you I missed her.